everybody and welcome to episode 121 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and joining me again is the wonderful Mr... Hi, it's Chris Fenton. I wasn't expecting such a A to be recording now because we were just in the middle of a conversation <laughs> and then boom, it just hits. And B, yes, it's actually nice to be alongside you here. Thank you for allowing us to have our uh, summer break and thank you, Alan, for putting up the PSAs as well. Um, hopefully I've spelled that right and not put in an I between the S's um, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's just because... There was so many things happening after LFCC and just wanted to have a little bit of a break and then come back re-energised and revitalised. Fresh energizer batteries in the old bag? Well, I'll not say that because no. No, no. you're not a bunny rabbit, no. No, and you, you don't want to see my back, you know, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, but uh, yes, everybody, of course, we've been teasing this for plenty of time. Chris was at London Film and Comic Con. Last month? Yes. Yeah. And my dates are up the left Whenever, now. Whenever this goes up, it'll be a, a, a month to, wow. to that. Time flies when you're having fun yeah. or on holiday. Um, but yes, before we get stuck straight into that, we'll get the usual sort of plugs and stuff out of the way. If you want to ever get in contact with the show, feel free to get in touch on Twitter or Facebook. Twitter is at RetroShockPod. Facebook, just search Operation Retroshock. Our direct messages are open on Twitter or just, you know, send a regular tweet. It would be fantastic to hear from you. Also, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher or any of those other lovely uh, podcast hosting places. If there's any topics you'd like to hear covered in the future as well, those would be great to get in as well. Uh, do you want a random time hop fact, Alan? Ah, sure, go for it. Why not? Seven years ago, Game Fest is going to be awesome. Looking dear, dear, forward dear. to playing Resident Evil, Raccoon City, Super Mario 3DS Land, Mario Kart 7 and Zelda Skyward Sword, among others. Who knows who I'll see there? And Mass Effect 3. Well, at that stage, I wasn't in the Mass Effect. It was whenever I played it then. That was your, yeah. That was whenever I was like, I bought the first one and then the disc was scratched and I had to fix it and work. That so. was your first proper introduction. That's crazy that that's that long ago. Yeah, seven years ago. And that was its one and only <laughs> event? Uh, pretty much. They what? still do. Aye, the managers still have like their insomnia. conference. Um, but yeah, it's like that insomnia thing now, which. Uh, that's where NXT stuff yeah, happens. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, this you know, weekend. There yeah. as well. So where they're crowning the first NXT UK Women's Champion this weekend. By the time you hear this, we'll know. But you know, uh, shall we get stuck in there? Okay, into my book. Right. Oh, we've got we've got a book here, folks. I've got a book because I'd, I'd has, say this is going to be fairly extensive. Everybody, so buckle my, in. Yeah. So, right. So obviously, nice phone case, by the way. Yes. Well, I got that because this <laughs> is essentially. If for any reason you decide you want to actually watch the video that has all this stuff in it, um, you can go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash eventomania, and uh, you can see all the stuff there. Um, so I'm going to kind of just talk about from the first person I met to the last person I met and try and do it in order. So obviously, whenever you get there, you pick up your diamond passes. So these are the things that guarantee you your photograph and your autograph of said person. Luckily the first person that I had one for was Tom Welling who you'll probably know from as Clark Kent in Smallville. Yes. And he is also in Lucifer. So as you can see there the number I was the second person to buy his diamond pass. Nice so one. um yeah the, I was very lucky with numbers. So whenever you actually buy that you also get prints. 
Oh, right, okay. So some people, you know, like if they don't have anything for him to we'll sign, will use those. I know Simon, with his Matt Smith one, was going to get his one done, but because it said London Film and Comic Con, he wasn't that enamoured with it. Yeah, so, I, can, I can understand some people wouldn't, that wouldn't float their boat, really. So, uh, right, excuse me if you hear me kind of going away from the microphone and kind of grunting a little bit. So that is my photo with Tom Welling. Mm-hmm. Um, who's a nice guy. I don't like whenever actors wear baseball caps or sunglasses. Um, I just, I don't know why, but I just don't like it whenever they do that. It's just something that I was like, no, I don't like. Well, from experience of when we met HBK at WrestleMania, his baseball cap fairly obscured his face yeah. quite a bit. And plus the fact that you didn't know if he was looking for the camera or looking at the camera or whatever. You're so cruel. So I'm so true though and then obviously one of the things I like to get signed is comic books so whenever I have my photograph you then have to plan during your day you you pick what day you want to have your photograph on but you can basically get your autograph at any day, time you want Right. you're not restricted restricted to do it on Saturday if they're there three days but I thought the sooner I get it done the, the sooner it's really. done so I got that there signed which says to Chris great meeting you it's a very, you know, like some writing you can read quite clearly and some of it you can't, yeah. you know, but um, he was a nice guy to meet. Um, this is his first European convention. Really? He, he'd only started doing ones in America and I remember that there was a photo with him and Stephen Amell mm-hmm. and I had no idea who it was because he'd put on, like he's lost, he's lost weight since then. Yes. But he was a bit. Big in the face. Yeah, but it was more whenever he said to somebody, no, look in the eyes, and then you would say who it was, and they'd be like, oh, it's him. Right, like, okay. Right, okay, so. Um, so after that, I then, because you have the diamond pass, that means you go in before anyone else, so they call diamond pass people. Gold people means that you can join any queue at any stage for autographs or photographs, so that basically covers your entry fee, but it's like 200 odd quid, so... If you're going for a lot of people that you want to get done, fine. But if you're not, then it's kind of a waste of money. I did something with myself that if there was somebody that I really wanted the autograph for, for, I would buy the diamond pass to secure myself. It means you're guaranteed that autograph. Yeah. Whereas, I like to say Peter Capaldi, I was going to get his autograph whenever I heard it was 75 quid. I was like, no, I'll not. Because at a certain point, whenever you start doing so many you have to make cuts somewhere and he's one that if he comes back again I'll probably meet him again for the diamond pass but more on that later so the next one that I met you'll understand who this is hey so this is either Natalie Emmanuel or Nathalie Emmanuel why was there confusion as to this we thought it was Nathalie because it's spelled N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E whenever I've heard anyone ever talk about her it's always just been Natalie yeah that's what we thought it was Nathalie but whenever you heard the people saying Natalie's not here yet or Natalie will be here shortly uh-huh. right, right okay um because of obviously this was at the time of as you could probably hear from Alan's glorious weather reports was that this is whenever we were due the predicted heat wave yeah which thankfully never happened but on the Saturday she was wearing it's almost like just a shirt yeah and it just goes down to the, the bottom the top of her legs yes and she was um, I think whenever Sam was meeting her she was getting some water because she was a bit dehydrated yes. from from that but um, d- like last year. There's not many people I met that I was like, oh, 
There's one person in particular which I'll talk about. Okay. He didn't do anything wrong by me, but kind of it threw things into chaos. You have to give the people some juicy gossip here, Chris. I will do. Once I get to that person, I will explain everything to you. And you were kind of in the background, Uh so to speak. Right, and okay. you'll, you'll understand. Okay. You, you'll understand what that means. But how was she to meet over? Oh, she was. She was lovely. Just very. The meet and greets are very. Go up, Snappy. say hello, take your photo, say thanks, pick up your photo, leave. So it's not a hi. How are you? Oh, I'm great. So that's why if you want that interaction, you better go in for the photographs. You know, like I'm doing that way. Um, so she was. She was great to meet. Uh, one that I wanted to meet was now. These people will probably mean nothing to you. Right, okay, go for it. If I say we have interviewed this guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Shane Rimmer. Yeah. And this is Matt Zimmerman. So this yeah. is the voice of Alan Tracy and Scott yeah. Tracy from Thunderbirds. Now, these gentlemen are, I'm going to say, late 70s, early 80s. They're, they're, they're getting on. They're standing up, okay? Steven Seagal, okay? He has more security around him than anyone else in the building. And he it, probably wouldn't need it, really, to be honest. Is sitting down. Steven Seagal. Now, I don't know whether it's because he just doesn't want to stand or whatever, but these guys were very... I felt like this was like me meeting my granddads at the convention, you know. But like I've always said that with Carrie Fisher, whenever she sadly passed, you know the time with people is short and you want to... You know, this was 20 quid to meet these two and um, Karen was meeting them for her father. They got an autograph and... Matt was more talkative than Shane was. Yes. I think it's only a matter of time before he stops doing them, but I think because yeah. he lives maybe over here, I think that's maybe why. And then after that was this guy. Of, of course. Of who course. knows? So this is Tom Baker, um, one that we didn't expect to be announced. Um, they'd done a thing before with London Film Fair, I think it was. Right. And he was announced for that. And that con got so crazy because of that. He was only there on the Friday, and he was only doing like four hours or something like that. That's fairly limited. So this is wherever this person comes into play, which is Ray Park. Oh, right, okay, Okay. interesting. Now, Ray Park I met three years ago. And I got an over-the-table photo and I got two autographs that weren't for me that were for Chris Hill. Yes. And met him. Nice guy. Don't get me wrong. So I was standing there with Karen waiting for her photo and we'd had her ticket scanned and everything. And his photo was due to start at four o'clock. And was it or was it the other way around? His photo was due to start at five past four and Tom Baker's was due to start at 3.45. Ah. So I went to Ray Park first thinking... I'll be able to get done and then get through and get around to Ray and go around to Tom Baker. So time's ticking on and he hasn't arrived. And the woman's going, Do we, you know, like you, you think it's an SAS mission, you're here. Do we have, these are the words you use, do we have eyes on Ray Park? Can you <laughs> confirm where Ray Park is? Ray Park apparently was in the toilet. Oh, lovely. So, but Ray Park is one of these people that whenever you meet him, you get a really good experience with yeah now whenever we were queuing up to meet Jason Momoa um the guy his queue was here and over to the right and Ray Parks was over to the left some w- guy says are you moving the queue on and you're like what do you mean like, that guy has been standing down there talking to him for at least an hour now and said like and that's that that's why we're not getting anywhere because obviously you've got other things to do and you can't stand in one 
place for that long. So your woman then said that if you have if you have Tom Baker, you need to go now. So then I had to go from photo shoot A and then go through all the crowds to where the green screen was. That's where he was sitting down because he was doing ones with the TARDIS in the background right, okay. and then just ones with that screen. And then obviously he was sitting down. So I went up and I went, hello, sir. And I got a hello. And you're like, it's just that voice. Yeah. You, know, like, you remember watching The Day of the Doctor and you go like, you know, I really think you might. And you're just like, just that just even thinking about that gives me goosebumps because he has or think of rebels as well whenever you hear him i can't remember the character's name oh the bender the bounder something yeah like something like that something yeah something sorts of b and ends in you yeah um so whenever you hear him talk and then you and then i run back to go and do ray park and he's finished yeah so then I said, well, I've missed him now because I was in there and I was told to go there to come back. And he go like, yeah, you're going to go down the, the sales desk and speak to them. So I had to go down there and then they had to write me a note. And they said, what day do you want it on, Saturday or Sunday? And I went, well, Saturday, I only had three photos then. Um, so that was easier because Sunday was, pfft, Sunday was chaos. More on that later. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, so I, I didn't get to meet him on the Friday and we'll get on the story later and I kind of wish that I had met him on the Friday because it was very much, my mind was elsewhere on that and yeah, you kind of yeah, know, yeah. yeah, know what I'm talking about. And then Simon and I met the WWE Hall of Famer, Jeff Jarrett. So you can see there that whenever there is two of you in the photo, you get one normal one and then you get another one. one. So you can do like a posing one. The, so the posing one's pretty awesome yeah right? so we decided to do the strut so we have one there and you can also see he's wearing the hall of fame ring he was actually selling slap nuts t-shirts oh, on his table so all i could think of was him whacking beetlejuice with the the guitar so we decided to do the strut one and he was a very nice guy i actually got an autograph for my friend johnny um because it was his birthday so i wanted to get that done and i also got one done for me which was on my king of the mountain which we talked about in episode number one yeah. off the show way, yeah. way, way, way back when. Yeah, so that's kind of why I want to get this one up. I did want to get a Slammiversary cover, which is very much like the Walk the Line that had the guitar on his yeah. back. But whenever it arrived, guess he was on the front? Kurt Angle. Oh, delightfully so, uncomfortable. <laughs> one thing that I cannot get Jeff Jarrett to sign would be a Kurt Angle thing. No. If you don't understand that, it means that Kurt Angle's then wife is now Jeff Jarrett's current wife. So, yeah. The joys of life. He was very, very nice to meet. Um, just, I was saying to him that one of my favourite promos of his was from TNA, whenever Sting fired him and Karen, and it was something to do with like 100 Jeff Jarrett's. Just type in 100 Jeff Jarrett's into YouTube, and you'll see... It's just one of those ones that I just find funny. Um, but I prefer Jeff Jarrett from his TNA days rather oh, yeah. than his WWE days. And that's why I wanted to get something signed 100%. for him. Although whenever I went up, his phone went and he was looking at his watch. And I went, oh, great. I'm going to have one of those ones where he's just not going to pay Distracted, attention. Distracted, yeah. But, so that was the Friday. On the Saturday then, the first person I had to kick off the day was... Hey! Noel Clark. Mickey! Um... I said to him, I suppose I should say Cowabunga Dude, mm -hmm. because he's wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t-shirt. Robbie got a photo with him three or four years ago, and he was wearing the exact same t-shirt in Robbie's photo. Okay, so he so likes that t-shirt. He then. likes that t-shirt, yeah. So um, he was very nice to meet. I did plan to get an autograph from him due to 
him being in the third series of Vader's Empire. Yes. But because there was <laughs> that kind of transpired, money had to be cut. So next up is probably one of my favourite photos from the weekend, which is of Peter Capaldi. Say that's that is he awesome like you were meeting the doctor once you met this guy. I I, I picked this up from a lot of photos I saw on Twitter. Yeah. Um he was very he was happy to do poses. Simon asked him for a hug and he went, Yeah, sure and he just like like really like brought Simon in close. The guys were going up with shades for him with guitars and everything and you'd see him, you know, going like this and he was just making sure that everyone that went up got an experience. And I'll be honest that Peter Capaldi, apart from season ten, was not my favourite doctor. He still isn't, but because of this I find myself going back and watching I've only started watching season nine of his for the first time. Yeah. God, there's a lot of two parters. There is, isn't there? I've just done the Zygon one. But no, that uh, from everything I saw across that weekend, when it comes to the Capaldi photos, it's just like he seemed to just do anything and yeah. everything that they wanted you to do. I'm glad I got him on the Saturday because Robbie met him on the Sunday and his hair was slicked back. Uh, so he's more doctor there. He's got the doctor hair, which will be something we'll get on to later on. But he was fantastic. He was really... Are you going with your John Pertwee? Well, yeah, kind of, you know, like I was tempted to go like that on him, go, hi Incidentally, speaking of John Pertwee, I've now completed all his DVDs. Oh, I wow. have all his DVDs. So, and then, right, then after that, I had to meet the doctor, so I had to meet his companion, Yay. which is Pearl Mackey. Um, she was lovely. I got a diamond pass for her, which is... There, number one. Yeah, number one. So I went up to her and I said, I'm your... I'm, I'm number one, you know, like on my diamond pass. And she went, oh, hello. Um, and she was lovely, you know, like again, she was somebody that you would ask for for a different pose or whatever. As you can see there, that's the print that I got. Um, a story about her was that last year, whenever I was meant to go to Wizard World, she was one that I was excited to meet. Okay. And obviously I didn't get to go because of my father passing. My friend Millie kindly got me an autograph from her. And it said to Chris, my condolences, keep your chin up. So I spoke to her about that and just said that that meant a great deal to me that my friend did that and she wrote that message on that. So I actually got this signed to which she wrote to Chris, great, lovely, lovely to finally meet you. And then signed a promaki. Awesome. With this kind of comic, I did have a Peter Capaldi one similar to this yeah. for him to get signed in silver and he again was one who was doing quotes and you know like writing different things and things like that so again he was giving people the experience that they wanted well that's the thing is these at the end of the day these events these meet and greets they aren't cheap so doing little things like that and writing just maybe that little you know thing that's more personal yeah makes all the difference in the like, experience I had a diamond pass for Jason Momoa but it was something that my friend Rory bought because he wanted to get a couple autographs for his friends okay. now at no stage was he personalising and Karen went up to meet him and was getting her Funko Pop signed he signed on the window of it but also signed on the top of it right, okay. so essentially she got two autographs now it was very much a production line because he had so many oh yeah that was very much, you know, like he didn't speak. It was kind of more, he looked at her and winked. And I think with most women, if he was just to do that, they would, <laughs> yeah, they would yeah. melt anyway. You know, like I know of Scotty. I'd, I'd say a good majority of fellas would as well. Well, I honest. didn't. I controlled myself, you know. <laughs> but, you know, 
more on that later. Um, but yeah, she was absolutely lovely. Um, there was a couple of kids in front of me who'd actually give her a mug that said best companion <laughs> and that made her day and I saw her on Twitter and Instagram posting that she was drinking out of oh, that, cool. that, that cup. So the next one that I met after Pearl was hey. Zachary Levi. Now, I know that Chuck is a big deal for you. Uh-huh. Um, the reason why... I, like, I've watched Chuck, but it's one that I started watching and never finished watching. Yeah. And you know the way, I'll get back to it. <laughs> and it never happens. And it's like, <laughs> how many things are on my watch list of, this is true. of different things? You know, like if you want to go back and watch Game of Thrones or 24, God. The reason why I met him was because if I like Shazam... And I didn't meet him. Yeah. I would regret not meeting him. 100%. So that's why I did. Now, he was another one that was very late, a very late announcement. Yeah. He was, um, wasn't he? I think he was like the week off nearly. Yeah. Well, he was He was after one of the big names in here, which I'll get onto in a minute. But um, he was another one that, you know, like seemed to really like his time. And I think he'll be back next year. Yeah. You know, because obviously then you had Jason Momoa. Ray Fisher from DC and then you had him from DC so I think with MCM they've got like Batista for the end of October so they seem to be going the Marvel road whereas they seem to be sticking to the DC road which if they got Gal Gadot I'm fine with you know um, that'll be fine I think many people would be happy meeting her because of how good she was in Wonder Woman Yeah. so he was very nice to meet you know as you can see a very very tall guy um, but again, just one that if somebody asked for something, he'd be happy he'd, to do it. Be kind no, of he obliged. definitely, as you were saying, he definitely seemed to be enjoying his time over there because he seemed to be posting a lot of like sightseeing stuff yeah. and all as well. So he was making use of his time anyway when he was over. No, Simon and I met David Bradley last year. Yeah. So obviously, you'll know David Bradley from, say, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, or as the first Doctor in inverted commas. The you current know. first Doctor. Yeah, exactly. So we've decided to do a thing where we met some of the older doctors. So again, whenever you meet people, you get two photos. So I always like to try and keep the funny one. So this is me and Simon with Paul McGann. <laughs> now, he was giving people hugs and I said, Simon loves his hug photos. And I went, oh, yeah. do you want to go for a hug photo? And he was like, yeah, okay. So we did that. <laughs> and then once we thanked him, he said, like, this is something like out of WWF. So... Yeah, the doctor talking about older style wrestling. Yeah. Because obviously they're not know That's interesting. WWE. But um, again, re- I've met Paul McGann three years ago. But yeah, because I think yeah. he's over and he's um, a really nice guy. So that's whenever I thought, right, well, I'll get an up-to-date photo with him. And then after him, I met... Because <laughs> he was doing the Who Knows. Yeah. So this is Ingrid Oliver, who plays Osgood in Doctor Who. Um, Robbie and I wanted to meet somebody but we couldn't decide on who we were going to meet I think we were going to meet somebody and then they cancelled um, I think we were actually going to meet Katie Sackhoff together okay, right. because of the flash Yes, and then she cancelled and we're like right well she's 15 quid so we'll go for her so we got a normal photo and then I said to Robbie well I'm going to go for a hug photo so I hugged her and she went oh my god you're so gentle and I was like well I'm not going to like you know bear hug you yeah exactly so Again, if somebody 
allows you to do that you have to be respectful to that and not like do you like somebody what somebody did with Norman Reedus and whenever they were told that they could kiss him like near trying to bite his face off face hugger yeah so that's why now it's like no kissing no hugging right so that was that so next up is my Ray Park photo (laughs) which to be fair came out grand now during the time of me standing in line for this, after I've handed my note across and everything like that, you know what's coming. I know what's coming because I messaged you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, tomorrow we have a uh, world record. We will have nine doctors at one convention. David Tennant will be tending tomorrow. And at that... Vroom. Havoc. You just heard noise. You just heard... Ah! And oh my God, because Gemma had said to me... A few hours beforehand, David Tennant will never do a Showmasters event again because David Tennant um, and Showmaster had a big falling out or whatever. I didn't know that. The main reason why they did that, why they got him back, was because his father-in-law was at it. So we'll get on to that in a minute. If you don't know who that is, stay tuned. So I am standing there waiting to meet Ray Park with my phone. Now, you're not allowed to have your phones out because you're not allowed to take photos of them while they're standing there. Mm-hmm. So I've got my phone in my pocket trying to then go on to, <laughs> to try and go on to Eventbrite to try and get tickets for this while Gemma is trying to phone me. While then I'm trying to move forward and then put my phone away and we're like, all right, mate. And it's just like, and mm-hmm. probably like a half a dozen million other people are trying to text you. Yeah. So then you're doing this here and then I'm, and so I get my photo. I, I don't even look to see what it's like. And then I have to go and find everyone. And I'm like, David, and I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> the amount of stress, because this for me is the guy. This has been who I've always wanted to meet at a convention. This has been the the holy grail of like comic books. This has been like if somebody was to get a Amazing Fantasy fifteen, the first appearance of Spider Man, a big Spider Man fan, that to me is a, the pinnacle. He is the reason why I start watching Doctor Who. If it wasn't for me watching Doctor Who, half these people I wouldn't have met. I would have saved a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but you know, <laughs> but we're all standing around. And I'm starting to get freaked out because, A, I have to phone the bank of mum to ask to borrow money to pay for this. <laughs> because, obviously, I've withdrawn all my money out of... Already? Out to get, you know, to pay for food and pay for autographs and travel and all that kind of stuff. Incidentally, the hotel, the uh, London Shepherd's Bus Ibis, was a 10-minute walk, which was great. Very nice. Uh, it was, uh, especially on the Sunday, whenever the heat wave produced torrential rain. Um... You'll not need a fleece, Chris, was what I was told. I brought one and I was glad that I did. Um, so, yeah, we were all standing in a circle, all trying to get our photos. I and see, this is, this, see, as soon as that got announced, and I just quickly messaged you Chris, basically, yeah. uh, I just had this image in my head of just anybody and everybody at this convention, just like, you know, like it was a battle and everybody just like downed weapons and just sat on the floor and was just like pretty much on their phones. I went outside because obviously you're in a building. Signal. That, so I went outside and I added one to my basket and my money hadn't been transferred in yet. So I could have got it earlier. So I was like, right, okay, because I want to get a diamond pass. I need to get the autograph because if I don't, I know that I'm going to struggle to get it. Now, his diamond pass was like 210 quid. But to be honest with you, I would have probably paid double that <laughs> yeah. because whenever it's somebody... It's you know, like You know, like this was like whenever you met Piper yes. because Piper was your guy. 
Um, but for me, this was like, so one by one, I got my diamond pass. I was jumping up and down and then I kind of came crashing down because the other people around me hadn't got theirs. Oh. So one by one, Karen got hers. Karen was meeting her him more for Jessica Jones yes. than Doctor okay, Who. Get, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then... He's the uh, highlight of that for me. Anyways, and then yeah. Simon got his and Robbie still had to get his. But it kept either crashing you out of the system. It kept saying that there was no... T- it would say unavailable and I had to add more batches. So we went down the sales desk. The sales desk were basically doing what we were doing. They were sitting there trying to refresh the page to add one to the basket to take your details to pay for it for you. And while we're standing in line then, Robbie finally got his. So that meant that we were all going to meet David Tennant on the Sunday. Fantastic. So therefore, I had... What time was that? It was three o'clock. I had then about two or three hours to find something to get signed. Now, bear in mind, at home here, I've got a plethora of things to sign. I could have bought my Regeneration box set to get signed by Matt Smith, him, Peter Capaldi, Paul McGann, etc. I could have brought that, that uh, 12th, 10th Doctor Adventures to get signed. I could have brought the pub vinyl, which is sitting behind you with him in his favourite blue suit. So, what I was, because it was either 7.8 each or 2 for 10, that was one that I was thinking about getting. So... Hmm. That's a hard decision. It is, but it's because he's looking more smiley and yeah, it's more the doctor hair. That's, that's more that's more death the doctor one I think of him. Yeah, because the background looks more because the hairs are just ever so slightly more day of the yeah, doctor style. But it's more that one there, he looks more I'm happy to be the doctor, yeah. whereas this was like I've got I'm, I'm gonna go to assemble a cabinet, you know, <laughs> with that. So um but yeah, so once he was announced and that was done, then I knew Sunday was already chaotic and Sunday was going to be even more chaotic. Um, so yeah, so um, to get back on track, so that's so right. We've already, so we've already met Tom Baker. Yeah, we've already met Paul McGann. And Peter Capaldi. And Peter Capaldi. So that's three doctors so far. Here's number four. Which is Colin Baker. Okay. Now, he was one that was added for our list very late because once Tennant was announced... No, hold on. This was done early. This was on the Friday because he was 15 quid and I said to Sam, well, if we're meeting Paul McGann, it makes sense to meet Colin Baker. And he was like, right, okay. We were joking about it on the Sunday. I added Bonnie Langford to our list for the sake of a tenor, <laughs> but we decided not to. We should have. But he was great. Um, obviously, Colin Baker is more known for being people's least favourite doctor, um, which I can kind of see and kind of can't see. You know, there's a lot of doctors, and he was, he was his his doctor was very divisive. Yeah, because of his outfit as well, and because of his companions too, and I think just the storyline and everything like that. So, and I think it's it also comes back to the doctor he was replacing as well. Mm-hmm. It's one of those very drastic changes in characters yeah. to begin with. Yeah, but especially in the beginning time of his doctor. His doctor is so different to what he appears to be in real life. Yeah. He always seems such a jovial and kind oh, of happy yeah. he, fellow. He is very nice. Like, we went up and said, like, uh, there's two of us and shook our hands. And then, obviously, we had, like, a normal one. And then he just pulled the funny face and we were just... Because I saw Simon do this out of my corner of my eye, which he was pointing. And I was like, okay, I'll do the same then. So we did that. So uh, that concluded the Saturday. So that's so, four doctors met, apparently. Right. So this is... the. The next one. Fifth doc- well, not the fifth doctor, but the fifth doctor met. Yeah, so this is Matt Smith. Um, which I was number... Four. Four, right? I'm sure so, you couldn't believe you're looking all this. 
that was a godsend. Okay? I'm I will, sure this was I will, pretty crazy. I will get on to that near the end because that's whenever it happened. Okay? Um, also, I got a print, which is that. Oh, that's a very nice print. Which is good, you know, because obviously it's very... Doctor Who, not on the Diamond Passes, has him as the Doctor, but him on the other side from the Crown. Got you. So I was happy with that. Obviously, you get given these whenever you buy a Diamond Pass. Uh, there's one that I bought that I didn't get anything with, which I will talk about in a minute. Um, he was great. Um, there are certain people that, because you don't see at conventions very often, again, I think this is this was his first European convention for quite some time. I think he was maybe back there and like two, whenever he was first in those like 2011 something like I'd that it's probably been a fair shake of time yeah now. so him and Tennant have always been ones to do more American cons than yes. this so once he got announced he was announced maybe a week or so before mm-hmm. so again that was whenever money was then <laughs> money was paid you know like 200 odd quid for his diamond pass but I knew that he would be a nightmare to get and I was right but I'll talk about that again later. Whenever he went up to the to meet him, I put my hand out to shake his hand, but he does fist bumps. He doesn't like shaking people's hands, but it's fine. Um, just said thank you very much for doing this. Uh, got my photo, which you can see there. I don't know why I'm pointing to the camera, but I think that's maybe what <laughs> I thought he was doing. But uh, my friend Dave was saying, why does he look like he's always playing rock, paper, scissors and he's just always losing at it? I did notice this in quite a few of his photos, him doing this sort of, yeah. you know, with his hands yeah. sort of thing. So um, he was nice to meet Simon. That, as I said, this was his doctor. So he, w- him and I had diamond passes each and he was a nervous wreck. He was such a wreck. Um, I was like, come on, breathe. You know, like, it'll be okay. <laughs> do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I mean, you go first. I'm like, okay, so I went up first and then he hugged him and um, he went, like, are you okay? I really like your T-shirt, he said to Simon. He went, you okay? And, like, rubbed his shoulder. <laughs> and it, so at that point, I think Simon could have just fainted and he would have been happy with life. Um, because, funnily enough, he was wearing an X-Files T-shirt. Right. And whenever we were walking to the convention, it was raining and he got rained on. So he went and changed his T-shirt in the bathroom. And then was wearing like a bright uh, black and white Mickey Mouse t-shirt. So, and then whenever he met him again, said, I've got to say again, I really like that shirt. And you're like, okay. So after I met the doctor, I had to meet his companion, which was... Rory, Arthur Darville. Arthur Darville, also known as Rip from Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know what's going on with his face. I think he's trying to smile. It's like he's halfway between... It's like, did you fart? <laughs> it's like a fart face, really. Nice guy, but it was one that, after meeting Matt Smith, he was still there, but they were pausing for something, so I just got in the... Basically, there was three people that had afternoon shoots. Those first two, and then somebody else, and i get on to next. Okay. So I was like, right, I want to try and get as much done as in the morning to try and alleviate what I have to do in the afternoon. God, thank God I did. Right, so the next up is the first appearance at a convention ever by Mr. Christopher Eccleston okay now this is your doctor would I be right in saying well that's how I started Doctor Who was the return of New Who so yeah now he's one that I didn't want to get an autograph from not that he's in my eyes a poor doctor but he would be the one out of the three that the four that I met he'd be the one that I would probably watch the least amount of episodes from because again you've got one series to go by you know this is like you saying 
you know, like I don't like watching William Hartnell stuff because it's in black and white. It's it's, it's a very hard thing, you know. He's the he's my doctor in the sense of he got me into Doctor Who and yeah. stuff like that. Um, there's very little about any of the new Doctors that I you know, I'm not a fan of really. Overall, it's the stories that sometimes let them down more yeah. than anything. But it is hard. It would would have been amazing for people to have maybe seen a second series for him. Mm-hmm. Sort of, you know, the potential that would have been there. Um, plus, the backstory you eventually get across the years of new Doctor Who, of why his Doctor is the way he is, yeah. sort of thing. I mean, obviously, with the likes of John Hurt, they did um, audiobooks from Big Finish. I would have loved it if they were to do a couple with Eccleston. You know, the kind of... You know, they've done ones with Colin Baker that give him the regeneration that he deserved. You know, because essentially... Whenever he regenerated, that wasn't him. Aye, that was on Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, so he said he was the first person ever to play two doctors. You know, <laughs> and you're like, all right, okay. But to have that with Eccleston would have been good. Now maybe it's because he's a household name now and he doesn't really need that. But to be at this first convention and God, he was only there the Sunday, very much like Matt Smith was, very much like Arthur Darville was, very much like a couple other people we'll get onto in a second. In fact, we're. <laughs> okay um there's something missing is there in your there files? is yeah i just uh, i i don't have my david tennant photo uh-oh yeah I that's have it, all right don't worry i have it on my phone here so um yeah so he was nice um you just went up and said to him you know uh, i just said thanks very much for doing this anyway yeah no problem got the photo his hair is a bit i know i shouldn't judge people on their hair not having any but it's just very <laughs> much the you know it's like here it almost looks like he just needs to push that up a little bit. Just a wee you bit. Know? Just so, a wee bit. Um, but yeah, nice guy and just one of those ones that you didn't expect and you don't think would do it con again. That's why I thought I'll get like a photo and next up Simon and I meet hey, Peter Davison. My favourite classic doctor. Yeah, so um, lovely guy to meet. Um, and again, like I said, this is the father-in-law of David Tennant, his daughter who played Jenny in... The absolute the doctor's the doctor's daughter. So effectively, it is called the doctor's daughter because I've just figured that out. Because essentially, she is the daughter of a doctor. Oh, geez, Chris. Wow. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Vint with an idiotic eureka just, moment. Just many years later. Wow. That's but, taken me how long to figure that out? Yeah, but uh, the doctor's daughter, who is the doctor's daughter, but is the daughter of the doctor that she's married to. Wow. Pretty much. That's like a Stephen Moffat story gone wrong. Well, it's a Stephen Moffat story, yeah. really, isn't it? So, yeah, we were going to get him to do a normal photo and then do one where he was rubbing his lapels because mm-hmm. obviously he was f- famed for that. But then, for some reason, he just stood there and he went, oh, okay. And he thought that the person had already just done one. So it was just like, thanks very much, sir. And then away we went. So that that was fine. Oh, no, there it is. So, Panic averted. Yeah, so then next up, now I also had this guy to meet. Do you know who that is? I, I have an inkling. Go ahead. I think Elf. Oh, right, okay. That's James Kang. Seriously? Yeah. That's. He looks a bit on the rough side, no offense to the poor fella. I don't know whether he's been ill or whatever. That's no, the I, only thing I can think ever, of. Ever. 
uh, every morning he was there all three days apparently he was not very nice to me for an autograph he was very much he kept looking at the line to make sure the line was capped and everything like that every morning he had an am shoot so he was meant to be there at a certain time he cancelled every single one so now this is what i was meant to do whenever a tenant was announced so right. obviously you know where my priorities were yeah so then i had to make for a beeline after tenant to run around to get him done so obviously I was able to get it done. Um, so your mind was elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, my mind was elsewhere. I was just like, I need to get this focused on this night. Showmasters obviously they um, they rely on people being volunteers, and majority of them are great. There's been people that actually I'd know that I'd seen who had helped me do other things. So whenever I saw them walking around, I went up to thank them and shake their hand because I'm sure they got some form of abuse from people because oh yeah, 100%. people have paid that money and they haven't got in and blah, blah, blah. And uh, so there was a couple of them, like even whenever they were, the, the convention had finished, um, I went to the bathroom and had washed my hands and everything. And one of the guys walking past, and I went, excuse me, and he went, yeah. And I went, listen, I just want to say thanks very much. You helped sort me out with the Ray Park thing yesterday. I got it all sorted and everything. I just wanted to shake your hand and say thanks very much. And he went, oh, you could tell that he was taken aback by that. And I just want to show my appreciation to it's, them. It's the way of things in life. When everything's going smoothly, everybody stays quiet. Yeah. But when things are going wrong and it's getting very negative people don't hold back and people are quick to criticize yeah. not to compliment is yeah. a phrase that i've come up with so that's why if i've had like uh we had probably one of the best servers that i've ever had in my life mm -hmm. at uh byron's hamburgers and we tipped her generously and we made sure that she knew that that she was probably one of the best servers that we've ever had. And she it makes like, all the difference if you're she, on the receiving end like, of the compliment. She like put her hands over her chest and went, oh my God. And then one by one, we got up and thanked her. And you could tell that that would maybe make her night, you know, because if you're getting, going to get crapped on, you know, theoretically, you're you're going to, at some stage, you're going to snap. So whenever I was queuing to meet David Tennant, Wow, the, just the queue was just like a huddle of people. There was no organisation or anything. Now, obviously people get their diamond passes and things like that, in which I had mine, which is probably the most exciting diamond pass you will see in your life, which is that one. <laughs> just scribbled his which name on it. scribbled, yeah. So there's no print with you it. You can tell how last minute this addition yeah. to the show was. That's obviously. what they did with Sam Neill, I believe, because he was announced a week before. Because last year he was announced and the day later he cancelled. So that's why they kind of left it a wee bit later than that. Um, so just the queue to meet him was insane. We were told to queue here. Then we were told to go over here. Then we went over there and told to go back over there. I went, no, they told us to come over here. And what are you, what way is the queue? And well, the queue's here. And I went, right, well, I've got a diamond pass. And I went, we'll join the back of the queue. And I went, thank you. So there was a great girl, Debbie. Thank you. De and there was a great girl, Debbie, who was uh, beside me, and she was cosplaying as the 13th Doctor, Jodie Whittaker's. Um, and she was getting very flustered. You could tell that she was getting flustered, and she was getting very warm, because obviously you have like 100-odd thousand people oh, around you. probably a big coat on as well, considering She did, but she, she took it off. So I had a, a wee portable fan in, in my bag, and I went, do you want to borrow this? And she went, oh my God, yes. So she found herself <laughs> down and was like, do you want a mint? And she was like, oh my God, yes. And she went, thank you so much. So whenever we were going up to meet her, I went, listen, lovely to meet you. Enjoy your experience. And got, she got her photo on the way she went. So that's my photo. Awesome. With David Tennant, which has come out just 
like Fantastic. better than I thought it would. So was that a green screen? No, that's an actual replica. I was wondering because when I saw it, I was like, that looks a wee bit too real to be a no, green screen. No, it, it's a proper, like Simon's up here says Licebox. Mm-hmm. So they've cut off the Poe. And it just says lice box. So <laughs> some people have police box and stuff. Whereas he was just very, you know, like I went up and, you know, obviously if I had known, I would have worn it, my Doctor Who t-shirt. But again, because it was meant to be a predictive hit wave, I wore t-shirts that were light. Um, there was like an Avengers one that I had, which was like wafer thin. And I was like, I'll leave that for like whenever we're going out or whatever. But his autograph I got during the day. Um, so Robbie was actually with me. Robbie has a Day of the Doctor poster that now he only needs to get Matt Smith and Billy Piper on. He got John Hurt on it whenever oh, he was here. wow. And he got Jenna Col- Coleman on it. And what did she write? Run, You Clever Boy, I think she wrote. <laughs> and he wrote War Doctor. He wrote Alon Z, very much like he did on mine. And then he was going to get Matt Smith's one done, but I'll get on that in a minute. Um, <clears throat> I basically said to Mr. Tennant that he was the reason why I watched Doctor Who. He's my doctor and will always be my doctor. And just said to him that, I'm actually just reliving this in my mind, how much <laughs> how much of an honour the interaction between me and him meant to me. And kind of said that the only downside was that my dad knew how much it meant to me to meet him and that he wasn't here for me to know that I had met yeah. him so he was very much like you know you could tell that he was very oh I'm you know, like I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that and I was like well whether you know like I said something on my video whether he turned my my dad turned very nasty headly Nick and haunted David Tennant and said you will do this for my son or I will haunt you forever <laughs> um but just to have that couple of minutes to talk to him and explain to him you know whenever he was personalizing because for me I always get stuff personalised whenever I can because it means more to me. Yeah. It also means more to them because it means I'm not going to go and flog this on eBay. Very much like those 500 million PlayStations that people bought for 450 quid and probably are like three times the price. So he was everything that I wanted him to be and then some. And people say, don't meet your heroes. And I, well, nuts to that. If your heroes are in the Doctor, Doctor Who universe, the universe you might say, then you meet them. Yeah. Because everyone had somebody to meet. Now, Robbie got his photo done with him, or his autograph with him, and said to him, like, Robbie being from London, was like, oh, mate, should be in here yesterday. Whenever you were announced, he was like, oh, place went mad, mate. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I really wish that I had done. So You're getting too good at that, you know? I know. I know. Years <laughs> of practice. So then, with Karen now, Karen and I have started seeing each other. So... I, we were going to get James Cann done together and that didn't happen. So we were going to get Rose MacGyver. He's in iZombie. <laughs> so I said, right, well, what if we do a normal one, which Karen has, and then we'll do a funny one, whereas I'll give her a hug and you give me a dirty look. And she went, I don't think, I don't know if that'll come out right. I went, trust me, you've got plenty of dirty looks in you. So <laughs> you can see there that the dirty look came out fine and dandy. So it did. So yes. she was lovely to meet. I went up and obviously you have to explain to them what you want done. So mm-hmm. can I have a normal one? Basically what I said to her, can I have a normal one? Can I have one wherever I'm hugging you and my girlfriend's looking on disgust? So while I was talking to her, the security guard apparently, Karen said, was coming over to tell me to hurry up. So once I then stood there for my photo, then he backed off. <laughs> so have you ever watched iZombie? 
I'm about to have it sealed. Okay, yeah. right. The next guy I met was um, Rahul Kohli. The face rings of LA. Anyway. Right, so he plays Ravi in it. Okay, so you could have got a triple shoot right. done, but I just want, I like to get them singly. Now, the other one that I was meant to meet was the girl who plays Peyton, right. which is a friend of, uh, of, oh God, what's her name? Who's MacGyver? Oh, God, I've forgotten her name now. The iZombie. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I did this in my video as well. Ravi and, God, it'll come to me. God, that's really annoying because that's twice I've blocked on that exact same name. Um, so I was meant to meet her and she was late and this was whenever, this was at five o'clock and this was running late. So I had to make a decision whether to get her autograph or go and get Matt Smith's get her photograph or go and get Matt Smith's autograph because the time I had free he was in photo shoots right. and his photo shoots had overran so then I went and queued up and Robbie had given Karen his poster to get signed because you're allowed to buy other ones at the table so with the likes of say Tenant I could have bought like another autograph if I wanted to do that so we were standing there and then she went like okay anyone with a diamond passes one to ten come forward Obviously, I was number four, so I was first in the queue. So I was like, right, okay. So then you go up, and then you can pick like an eight by ten to get signed. And she goes like, and the guy in front is given off to her. And she's well, I'm sorry, sir, but you can't. And we're like, I want another photograph, another autograph. And but like, the diamond passes are guaranteeing you one autograph. We don't have time to give, to allow you to buy multiple autographs. And he went, but I am entitled to, you are entitled to one autograph. That's what you're entitled to. So obviously, Karen oh, is standing beside there. me with Robbie's poster. And Robbie, at the meantime, is getting his photo taken with her, with Ali, what's her face? And then, so I turned around to Karen and went, he's not going to get his poster signed. So I went up and I went, um, <clears throat> I've got something to get signed. I've overheard you. That's fine. And I'm really, and I went, you don't need to say sorry. As long as I get my autograph, my friend wanted an autograph, but if as long as I get mine, because that's what I paid for, that's fine. I went, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So I went and joined the queue, and then he came back from his photos, and you could tell that it was starting. The day was starting to grate on him because Arthur Darville was beside him, and he went up to Arthur Darville and he like hugged him, and then you could kind of see him like shaking his head as if to say, you know things have overran I'm really behind now so from what I heard and what I understand is that certain people of this high diamond pass number didn't get their autograph mm. so if I had had say Jason Momoa's number which was 348 it I, might not have gone well I wouldn't have gone that. now whenever I went up again like Jason Momoa it was very much a production line because they wanted to try and get you in get you out as quickly as you can so you have to take the comic out of the bag set it down where do you want to sign what colour so I just sign his jacket silver wasn't doing any personalisation so at that stage I was like right okay that means that that's going to get sent off to get graded if it was going to get personalised great it would have just stayed in there but that for me is my way of commemorating the event very much like I have with tenant stuff. Yes. B and M six ninety nine for that frame, which I thought was Lovely. great quality. <laughs> Shout out to B and M. Um <laughs> but yeah it was very much uh thank you so much for doing this. Um I know I don't have much time to talk to you and kinda of just thanked him for coming, give him a fist bump and then away I went. Now there was a kid in front of me who they were trying to 
hurry up and you know like keep Matt Smith give him a hug and all you could tell that Matt Smith was getting tired but he wasn't going to say to the kid go away you know like he said like oh mate that's great and you know if, like very if there's anybody you need to pull it out of the bag no matter how tired you are or grumpy you are or in a situation thinking I have another 200 plus autographs to do yeah. here you need to be nice to the kids because if you ruin that moment that kid's going to be completely yeah. just you know not uh, emotionally scarred emotionally scarred or anything like that but, but they'll you know, remember their that their opinion of you is going to go down the gutter and yeah. it's going to be like that for the rest of their lives they're going to be like ah, he was a bit of a you yeah. know sort of thing yeah so so that was everything all done so then obviously I missed your woman Ali's photograph um, so I wrote to Showmasters and said I missed Ali's photograph because I had to make a decision whether to get her auto- photograph or get Matt Smith's autograph so I chose Matt Smith's autograph blah 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 blah. and three weeks it went past and I hadn't heard anything I emailed them beforehand as well you know like a week because uh, they said I allowed five working days I allowed double that and still hadn't heard anything so I sent another email and then got a reply on Monday and said, hi Chris, sorry for the delay in getting back to you. I've refunded you the £75 for the missed Matt Smith photograph. Oh dear. So, <laughs> thanks very much, you masters. So, essentially, they give me uh, one and a half times what I missed out on. So, that paid for my grading of the comic. Perfect. So, that was fine. That was a nice way to round up the day. Um, a pleasant mistake on their yeah, part. Apart from that, the only other things I got was behind you there, if you could see the Hulk print on the wall. Oh, yes. Very nice. So these are all done by Martin Griffiths. I think it's Griffiths, G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H-S, art on Twitter. Um, I asked him to do a Mark Ruffalo um, Hulk. God, I don't know why I blanked there. Um, he's only your favourite Avenger I know yeah so um, I asked him to do that for me I did ask him originally to do an Optimus Prime sketch I believe which incidentally I got from a guy Liham Shalu and that was 20 quid wow so I think he's coloured in here as well yeah where the little Optimus Prime is because that's normally blank now he provided this comic so he had blank comics and he said you can pick any comic you want and then I'll draw whatever you want on it so whenever I went up to get that, you know, like you sometimes you don't know what to expect, you know, and you're like, is this going to be worth 20 quid or not? And then just whenever I saw it, it was just like, wow. Definitely. He said that he was, he actually took a photo of me with this and put this on his Instagram, which Dylan actually commented on. Like, That's my friend. I was like <laughs> stretching a bit, Dylan, but anyway. Um, but yeah, so um, I got that done and he said he was doing some um, drawings to do with a new Bumblebee movie or something oh, like that okay. so the only thing I don't like is the way he signed up here you can't really see it I would have preferred yeah. him to sign like there I am the um, white part I did get a couple of other autographs which were from Simon Furman so I got this one done which is on a Transformers infiltration draw the world together <laughs> thing which um, I got for Fiverr off a place in space and some joker on eBay and wanted 40 quid for it. Wow, okay. I was like, no. And then I got that one there done by him as well. He likes his wee speech bubbles. Yeah, I got that one because it was Grimlock. Um, Dan Slot, who obviously we know, what's that? Obviously we know from the likes of he did Spider-Man, you know, he's writing Iron Man. He was there. I did get a photo with him actually whenever we 
Let's see if we can find it here. Whenever we were waiting for, uh, who were we waiting for? It was on the Sunday anyway. I think it was after we got all our photos done and that's my photo there with him. Because he was going around meeting all the doctors because he's a huge Doctor Who fan. Three years ago I met him and I gave him the Doctor Who stamps. And I was planning to give him, like, I have an issue to do with whenever Nicholas Courtney, the brigadier, passed away. But whenever we went up to meet him, some woman who was standing in the queue was like, the lion's capped. And I was like, pardon? The lion's capped, you can't join the queue. And I was like, she was American in case that wasn't a very good American accent or you thought she was from somewhere weird. I thought she was a robot. Well, um, she seemed to be, you know. Um, But I was like, that's fine. Because I remember I've got like loads of autographs from him, but I did have like a couple of Spider-Man ones that I kind of wanted done. And then apart from that, I bought those prints, a Doctor Who 8x10, and, which is hiding over there, and then some comics in there that were Doctor Who ones because I wanted to get something signed by David Tennant, and I was just eliminating all options. And then once I found that, then that's what I... The only thing was, was that on the Sunday, it was raining... So I had that in that protective thing there. Yes, I did. I had that in that. And then I had it in my Nintendo bag with a, a bag around the top of it to make sure <laughs> that it didn't get wet. And then obviously that's the, when, the Holy Grail, basically. Yeah. And then I was going to meet, uh, I did meet Tom Von Lawler. I almost forgot who plays Ebony Maw in Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. My God, such a lovely, lovely guy. Um, really was. Um, again, I was meeting him from a friend, Rory, who wanted to get a couple autographs for his friend. That's the comic. Oh, that's the comic that I got signed by him, which he had never seen before, which I'm always amazed at whenever they they haven't seen something before. I did get a photograph with him, which if I could find. I don't think these people have as much time on their hands as we maybe do. Which is there. Um, very, very nice guy, um, just went up, you know, like, said enjoyed his betrayals, Ebony Maw, and blah, blah, and said, like, listen, I'm getting these for a friend, so with this one, uh, with the comic, I said, can you make it out to Stephen, and he went, okay, and then he said he was getting really nervous signing it, because he actually flicked through it and all, and then there was a DVD called Love, Hate, that was, uh, I think it was, like, an Irish, Irish show, Irish? Irish? Oh, an Irish show. Uh-huh. Um, because it was like from RTE, and I uh-huh. said, "Could you sign this and make us to?" I can't remember who it was. We'll say to Mark, and there's a like, uh, Nidge here that must have been his character. I'm keeping my head down, and whenever I said that to him, he's like, he smirked and like nodded his head as if to say, "I know what you." I have no idea what it meant. So he signed that, but he signed it in the inside of the DVD. So I kind of, whenever I send it to Rory, I had to put it around so that whenever the guy opens it, he can see like the personalised message in there. Um, he was 25 quid for an autograph, but again, he was one who had like a loads of 8x10s there to do with Ebony Maw, and just a really, really nice guy to meet. And I was going to meet Matthew Wood because I did have a Star Wars lithograph um, very much similar to what I got Ian McDermott to sign last year. There was one of General Grievous and Obi-Wan. But again, money was tight enough. And then all those there, thankfully, went in the poster tube that that was in. So the poster tube came in handy. Because okay. then I was able to just put that in there and then away I go. So it truly really was the con of the Doctor. Uh, once I get a photograph with Sylvester McCoy, I'll have met all the existing all the living male doctors so 
all that is remaining after Sylvester will be Jodie then. Yes, so hopefully she gets announced for next year because it seems to be that once once a, a doctor, you know, like either comes to the end of the tenure or starts, that's whenever they tend to get them. Because apparently in 2011 they had Alex Kingston, who is her and Karen Gillan, for obviously for Doctor Who and for a, yes. you know Nebula, would be one that I'd love to meet. Um and because of that, I'm on a major Doctor Who binge, as you can see by the, you know, there's more DVD shelf. There's being more being added to that, <laughs> and you know, like, this is the one thing that I'm really anal about with that is that they're all in order of how they were transmitted, you know. So you can see Spearhead yes. from Space there, and then Planet of the Spiders down there. So that's all his one. The reason why there's a gap in between Planet of the Daleks is because I'm watching one, so that means I know where it has to go to. So yeah. And, and of course, as you can probably guess, I'm fairly excited about the Blu-ray that was announced recently with Doctor Who. The entire first series of Peter Davison's coming to Blu-ray at the end of the year. That is up for pre-order on Zavi. I suggest you pre-order that mm-hmm. because with um, the Tom Baker one, they didn't make enough of. And now it was selling for like 50 quid and like HMV and things like that. And now it's selling for like three times that. Okay, I'll, so maybe, I'll maybe get that pre-ordered. With, Z- with Zavi, they don't take anything until whenever it comes out. Okay. So I would say to you that, I, funny feeling I was looking for, I've actually got the first seven seasons coming on Blu-ray from CX, which was 90 quid. Which for me, was, whenever I was adding them all up, like some of the older ones, you know, like um, Eccleston's and Tenants aren't available on Blu-ray. That's the only way you can get them. But whenever I looked on Amazon, they wanted 245 quid for wow. it. So this was the cheapest way I could get it. Plus I traded in some stuff and was able to get that and Adventure in Space and Time and Colin Baker's Trial of the Time Lord. If you are in the UK and you are buying DVDs from CX, I must warn you that if you buy single ones, they will send you the ones that come free with the magazine because that's what they did whenever I bought Time Flight and some other ones. So I took it back into CX and they refunded me. So if you buy the box sets, which is what the majority of the ones there are, unless you go in the store and you can see them physically, unless they're a box set, you will get those there. So just... That's be- a bit shifty. It is a bit shifty. I thought you were going to say something else there. No, no, no. the F with a T. Um, yeah, it is. But um, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's one convention now that I don't know how they top it next year. Because, mm. you know, like, the year before... The good thing is that, you you know, like, I've met people from Thunderbirds, iZombie, um, Doctor Who, uh, Smallfeet. Yeah, yeah, I've met things from every facet. Whereas it's not like, oh, here's the Star Wars people, and then that's that. You know, like, they do have a lot of... For some reason, they had the wee kid at the end of uh, The Last Jedi, the one... Broom kid? Yeah, they had him. And it's just like, he was colouring in the majority of the time. I was like... <laughs> want to go up and ask a kid can i have your autograph because he's it's going to be i'll have one of your drawings please child yeah can i have that instead can you just autograph that and i'll just you know (laughs) keep that in my room um so is it fair to say this is one of your favorite it has been because i've met i've reached the pinnacle now i've met who i've wanted to meet now you know i've for me like the next big one would to meet be meeting like Kiefer sutherland because i love 24 or stone cold steve austin because i've met hogan I want to meet my other favourite, you know, like, so that would be that. So, again, it's, they announced people late, like, obviously, Tenet was announced the day before he was meant to be there. 
and you know to see you know like obviously people were complaining that you know like why did you do this you must add forewarning and all this here it's like at the end of the day they got him you didn't have the money to get it you didn't have the money i'd say there might not have been as much warning as you would have think i think the only reason was like i said they've maybe been working on it mm. but you can't announce to people here by the way we might have david tennant on sunday and then say the deal falls through because You're going to have people equally annoyed saying, you teased us with that's, the tenant. That's whenever they said about Eccleson and said I was a legendary, in inverted commas, announcement. And people were like legendary. And then obviously people were going like, oh my God, it's going to be Mel Gibson. It's going to be Harrison Ford. It's going to be Robert Downey Jr. And they went, Christopher Eccleson. And the backlash they got from that was like, how is this legendary? And they had to come off with a press release to say like, in our minds, he is legendary because this is the first convention that he will be after. For a lot of Doctor Who fans, this will be their this will be the only way that they can complete their professional photos because they'll have had other people at events prior, you know. So, for me, it wasn't a legendary announcement, but you know, like sometimes the people get announced. There's like the announced one for Wales, which was Michelle Trackenberg, who played Harriet the Spy and Dawn and Buffy. Um, that may mean something to me, whereas you may not have watched Buffy and be like, well, that's one I'll skip by. each person's opinion and feelings towards different properties and different performances yeah. and stuff like that. I've always said, everyone is different. It would be always boring if we all liked the same thing. You know, like, and that's the thing. That, for me, was the con of the Doctor. I did write about it in uh, vento316.wordpress.com if you want to read that. Um, so not only, everybody, can you uh, hear about Chris's trip to London Film Comic Con now, you've listened to the audio version, you can go and watch the visual version, but you can also read the written version. Yeah, it's just like I thought I would just get all, you know, go for the drive. All media types. Yeah, exactly. But for me, it was just... It was so surreal to stand in front of David Tennant and talk to him, very much like it was with Mark Hamill. And whenever I think about it, Mark Hamill is a big name, but for me, I paid, let's see, 280 quid to get Mark Hamill's autograph and photograph. I paid 70 quid less to get the guy I've always wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Oh, would I meet both of them again? Oh, yeah. If, I was, if David Tennant was announced for next year and I had forward planning to get a comic signed because with that Matt Smith one, there was actually one of him, uh, Tennant and Capaldi. Obviously, I, I, there was a thing on eBay where I could have bought it, bought all three of them. That's great, but I would have left the other two at home and I wouldn't have got Peter Capaldi's because apparently he was only signing Diamond Pass people and he was like i think he had to stay really late to actually get everyone done that he needed to but it was because he's spending time with people and that way you know like next year i'll be like you know what after watching his stories i'd like to meet him again i'd like to get another photo done with him and then you know do that um but yeah there's not a lot of people that you would go i want to meet him again now ray park for me was kind of like the sour note of the convention because of him running late and the kind of you know then just everything kind of being rearranged because of that, you know, like, and you, I think at the same time, whenever we were trying to get our David Tennant photos, I think Simon had somebody that he had to meet from the Vampire Diaries and he had to get a photo with him and he was like, get me for this photo so we can go and do this. And, you know, it, it was fun and it was great to spend time with the people that you go to the conventions with and that, that makes it that. And, to, you know, like I did this hold on if i could see it here could find out where i put it yeah so that's a photo of us all with our 
oh, doing attendant cool. photos. That's so, cool. you know, like it just, it's great whenever like all of us as a group met him and that was just surreal, you know, like as you can see there, you know, like where's police box and then the bottom three is like, yeah, you don't have a police box <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. It's nice when a plan comes together. It It is Hannibal, yeah. And yeah. then I've, I've already figured out that I'm going to buy that book there just in case Judy Whitaker's announced and then I have something for her. They're all pretty cool. Yeah, there's like other ones that are announced as well, but I always prefer the photo ones. That's why I always try and get the photo variant ones done. So yes, thank you for letting me ramble about this because you just basically sat there and just went, uh-huh. I have have listened intently. I always find these episodes fun. Yes, I mightn't talk as much as I normally would. Mine's usually get me talking enough on other episodes, so it's nice to take a back seat for a change sometimes. Mm, Um, But it's always nice to hear these experiences. Yes, I've always said in the past, I'm not the sort of person that's mega into going out and meeting people. Like, if it's someone I really, really like, yes, 100%. But I do still like to hear about the experiences and how much these experiences mean to folks. So it is just, it's been great to listen and hear all that happened at london film and comic con from you yeah and then next year start planning for that already you know <laughs> get saving chris yeah well <laughs> bread and water for the next we will pay back beans people on toast. well god that'll be the sunday dinner beans on toast like so it will be for me but uh thank you all very much for listening everybody it's been fantastic to have you here to listen to chris's trip through london film and comic con 2018 shall we let them all know what's coming next week uh, what is coming next week? We are dipping back into the CW Arrowverse with our discussion of the most recent season of Supergirl. Something tells me that's not going to be a long episode. <laughs> it, it's, it might not be. It might not be. We'll see what happens when we get there. But we'll get back on track with that. And I have a funny suspicion that it won't be too long down the line. Based on everything discussed today so far, it won't be too long until Doctor Who is fully discussed on the show again oh yeah totally i mean i'm going through like a lot of older episodes now and i'm working my way through part we stuff and then i'm trying to watch ones that i've bought here like there's some in there that are sealed that i've never watched so i might watch Morin undead again you know like <laughs> because that's always been our go-to episode because of the fact that peter davidson's in it and then nicholas courtney aka the brigadier is in it as well and i always love those stories with him but it's nice to just watch episodes that i've either forgotten about or i've never watched before um so yeah i would i'm kind of working on something to do with my blog to do with capaldi's thing so i'm kind of trying to work that on um but i'm kind of in the mid point now of season nine so obviously season 10 i know pretty well where season nine is the first time that i've actually watched it so uh be interesting to do that and then who knows maybe around christmas time we may talk about the christmas episodes of doctor who no you know i really think we might (laughs) but yes thank you all for listening everybody this has been episode 121 of operation retroshock i'll say it very quickly again feel free to get in touch on twitter at retroshock pod I'm at Alan GW Price. He's at Vinto316. It would be fantastic. To what hear you be you. at? And what you would like to hear on future episodes of the show. So uh, take care, everybody, and we shall talk to you next week. Say bye-bye, Chris. Alonzi! That's not goodbye. Okay, well, goodbye then. I don't want to go. <laughs> oh, the feels. Okay.